Lots of channels, nothing to watch, especially if you're searching for the truth. It's time to interrupt your regularly scheduled programs with something actually worth watching. Salem News Channel, straightforward, unfiltered, with in-depth insight and analysis from the greatest collection of conservative minds like Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Find truth. Watch 24-7 on SNC.TV and on Local Now, Channel 525. Here's what's ahead of us today on Times of Refreshing with Napoleon Kaufman. Saints, you were born with purpose. Every single one of us, you were born with God's intended purpose for your life. I don't care the circumstances that surround you having entrance into this earth. God has a purpose for your life. Back in 1966, Dionne Warwick sang, What's it all about, Alfie? And we've often asked that question, haven't we? What is it all about? Why are we here? What is our purpose? Well, today we'll give you the purpose from God's perspective, and then we'll give you the strength to stay on the path of purpose. We're in Proverbs chapter 1. Please join us there. From the well, a Christian community here in Livermore, California, we would invite you to join us for today's broadcast of Times of Refreshing as we take a look at the path of purpose. With more, our teacher and pastor now, Pastor Napoleon Kaufman. God's intended purpose for your life. I don't care the circumstances that surround you having entrance into this earth. God has a purpose for your life. And uh, if we're going to find out God's purpose, the first thing we have to do is get connected to God. And then in the midst of that, God begins to show us, begins to unveil to us, to disclose, reveal to us the plans that he has in store for us and that which he wants us to accomplish in the earth. Now, when you're dealing with God, we can't just see it as one specific thing because progressively God gives us revelation concerning his purpose. He may show you one thing in the beginning of your life and then he shifts, but at the end of the day, for all of us, we have to see ourselves connecting to God and in the midst of us connecting to God, God will begin to show you his purpose and purposes as you walk on through life. God knows this. The angels know this. The problem with all of this is the devil knows this. And the devil, whether you're Moses, whether you're a David, whether you're Jesus, he knows that there's something because of the spiritual activity around these individuals' lives. He knew that they all had specific purpose. And it's the same thing for you. When God gets ready to move in your life and he's trying to usher in your purpose, there's activity around your life that you may not even know about, that I don't know about. But the devil knows about it. And he wants to stop it. He wants to block it. He wants to hinder it. He wants to stop your progress. And in the midst of us making bad decisions, we can also sabotage what God's trying to do in our lives. But the issue here is, is that the enemy is always going to try to stop me from progressing as God is taking me on this journey. Now, saints, remember this. When you think about God's purpose, don't, I want to say this right. Stop looking for the big thing. 
Everybody wants mega. Everybody wants big. Everybody wants the most. But it's the simple things and the simple journey and the walking in the cool of the garden with with God on a day-to-day basis and then God causing you just to run into purpose. Those are the things that we have to look for. The devil wants to promise you. He told Jesus, if you fall down and worship me, I'll give you all the kingdoms of this world. And this is how the devil will talk to you. But Jesus, we see Jesus, he was tied to God's purpose and he knew that before there was the kingdom, he had to endure the cross. And he wasn't willing to circumvent God, his father's and our father's purpose. And all of us have to go through these moments when, as we're progressing. But in the midst of this, one of the major tactics that the, the devil uses, and I was talking to the leadership this, team this morning about it, one of the major tactics that the enemy uses to get us off course is, is natural ties. You're going to see what I mean by this. He wants to get you and I connected to the wrong people so that as we get connected to the wrong people, we get off purpose. And then we start journeying down a road that leads ultimately to destruction, heartache, and pain. But when we value God's purpose, we stay close to God, and then we don't allow anyone to move us off God's mark because ultimately us accomplishing His will and doing what He says is what's going to matter when it's all said and done. Can I have an amen? Amen. Proverbs chapter 1 the book of wisdom. Solomon, clearly under the inspiration of God, he penned this book. And through this whole book, there's so much, so many tidbits of, of wisdom and revelation that it's just, oftentimes it's hard to, to totally just understand. But throughout the book, you see God's trying to paint a picture about someone being wit- having wisdom, being prudent, being knowledgeable, and someone being foolish and wicked and doing things that are wrong. And when we read this, it's important that we see that this is, this is real. This is real life practical stuff that's going to help us so that we can become effective in our lives. He says in verses, verse 8, He says, my son, hear the instruction of your father and do not forsake the law of your mother. He says, for they will be a graceful ornament on your head and chains about your neck. Now watch this. My son, if sinners entice you, do not what? Consent. He says, if they say, come with us, let us lie in wait to shed blood. Let us lurk secretly for the innocent without cause. Let us swallow them alive like shell or hell and whole like those who go down to the pit. We shall find all kinds of precious possessions. We shall fill our houses with spoil. Cast in your lot among us. Let us all have one purse My son, do not walk in the way with them. Keep your foot from their path, for their feet run to evil, and they make haste to shed blood. Surely in vain the net is spread in the sight of any bird, but lie in wait for their own blood. 
He says, but they lie in wait for their own blood. They lurk secretly for their own lives. So are the ways of everyone who is greedy for gain. It takes away the life of its owner. Natural ties, and this is why I bring this up. Generally, if God, if the devil is going to get you off, he'll try to get you off through the influence of someone. The influence of someone. In this case, we see very clearly uh, Solomon is talking about sinners, those who, are, who, who may not necessarily know, that don't know God, that are not walking with God, but they're people that want to have influence for the sake of ultimately fulfilling some type of greed in a person's life. And so for us, it's important for all of us to make sure that we stay on the right path and our connections, our natural ties, have to be, have to be sound. And we have to be people that are willing to look people in the eye and tell them no if they're going on, on a path that's going to help to get us off of purpose. And unfortunately, what we do is we will allow natural ties to trump our spiritual obligation and, re- and responsibility and then, quite frankly, just love for God. And we'll choose people over God's purpose. We'll choose people's plans over God's purpose. But I love Solomon here. He's telling his, he's saying this. He said, my son, if the sinners entice you, he says, do not consent. Do not give in to it. And I think this is the big point is at some point in time, if we're going to go down the wrong path is because we've submitted our will to the desire of someone else's will or to ultimately the influence of the devil. And so we have to stop and say, man, is this going to get me off purpose? If this going to get me off plan, is this going to stop me from achieving God's intended goals for my life and desires for my life? And I don't care who it is. I cannot allow this person to get me off. And so here is very, very clear. He says, if sinners entice you, he says, do not consent. Don't give your will into it. Typically, this happens because at some place deep down on the inside of us, what they're offering, we're desiring. What they're offering deep down inside of us, we're desiring. And this is where, this is where the rubber meets the road and, 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 and where we really find out, have we truly taken up our crosses, denied ourselves, and are following Jesus? Or are we just following our own desires and just being religious? For all of us, we have to stop and we have to ask ourselves, is there anything in me that the devil can use and have access to if he puts enough pressure on me. Because I, I really, I really like, I really, you know, I haven't told anybody, but yeah, I really would like that. And I know, I know, I know God may not be happy, but I haven't done anything yet. But if the devil sees something in you that you really desire, but it may not necessarily be God's will for you, or it may not be God's will for you now, can he push those buttons to get us to start thinking about, yeah, yeah, I think I'm, I think I'm. And so for all of us here, the, the matter here is consent. Am I giving in to that? Is there something in me that, that the enemy can play with? So he says in verse 10, my son, if sinners entice you, do not consent. 
If they say, come with us, let us lie in wait to shed blood. Let us lurk secretly for the innocent without cause. Let us swallow them alive like shoal and whole like those who go down to the pit. We shall find all kinds of precious possessions. We shall fill our houses, he says, with spoil. Cast in your lot among us. Let us all have, he says, one person. You're going to be blessed if you do this. You're going to prosper if you do this. And we see this all the time. I told you one of the shows I love to watch is American Greed. Scoundrels and and people that are, that are thieves and, and they rip people off and, and they use the tactic of just playing on someone's greed, something in them that they really want. If you invest in this, uh, you're going to get a 40% return. And what happens is something in a person just desires more and as a result, they give into it. Well, it may not necessarily be something big like that. But maybe it's a simple thing. Like, man, let's, hey, let, let's, let's go over here and, and you, know, why, you know, there's nothing wrong with you cheating on your taxes. Boy, it's quiet up in here, man. Where, where y'all at? Y'all listen intently right now. I might need to just stop preaching right there. Why would you just cheat on your taxes? Man, you, you, don't, you, you know, you can just lie a little bit on your resume. Just tell them a little bit. You know, don't, don't tell them everything. You know, you know you was on that job for one day. <laughs> Go ahead, throw it down there. You know, you, you, was, you was on there. You worked there for two years, but just accidentally put a, a zero behind the two. You know, what happens is, saints, we, we get in this mode where it's a little thing, and then somebody suggests it, they entice us, and then they play on some type of something that we have inside of us, and we, cont- we consent to it, and there's always a promise of your life is going to be better if you do this. But our character is at stake. And we have to stop and say, you know what, I will not do anything that will compromise my character in the sight of God. Because he has a purpose for my life. And so Solomon here is trying to paint this picture for all of us. He says in verse 13, we shall find all kinds of precious possessions. We shall fill our houses with spoil. He says, cast in your lot among us. Let us all have one purse. He says in verse 15, my son, do not walk in the way with them. Keep your foot from their what? God has a path for you. God has a specific path for you. God has a path for me. We have to make sure that we stay on the path. We can't get on everybody else's path. We can't let natural ties lure us off the mark. We can't get in the way of, of people that are, that are doing things in a sinful way and that are out there in the world. And they, it, may, it may work for them now and they may be prospering now. But at some point in time, because the foundation is wrong, wrong that house is going to crumble. It's just a matter of time. Why? Because you're, you're not doing things the right way and the path that you're on is wrong. And for all of us here, we have to always consider this. Just because something may bring you more money or you may feel like it's going to be a better situation for you it may not necessarily be that is God 
We can't weigh God's blessings solely by how much money it's going to bring us. We can't make a decision solely on, on the basis of, of just because it's going to be easier. We have to make a decision based on prayer, based on fasting, based on getting wise counsel, and based on being led by the Holy Spirit and not j- just what feels comfortable to us. Can I have an amen, y'all? Because the comfortable road isn't always the right road. And all of us have to stop and say, wait a minute, I have to make sure that, God, you get anything out of me that the enemy can use to, to, to draw me down the wrong path. And then I have to be willing enough to look at people and tell them, no, I love you, you're my friend, we can talk, but I'm not going down the road. And if you keep trying to push me down that road, then it's going to be exit stage left. And I won't blink. Because I'm not going to hell for anybody. Can I have an amen? I'm going to accomplish my purpose in life. And this has to be the mindset. But what we do is we, you know, but I don't want to make them feel bad. Well, they'll feel bad, then they'll feel good. But right now, I'm not going down that path. All of us have to stop and ask ourselves, Am I that type of person? Do I have that kind of resolve within me to stay close to God and His purpose? Do I have that kind of patience with my circumstances that God, I may have to go a bumpy road and it looks like they're prospering, but it's not the beginning of a thing that's really the blessing. It's the end of a thing that is the blessing. And so I'm just going to stay on this road. It may be a little harder, but Lord, and I may I might have to, you know, travel a little slower like the turtle, but I'm going to make sure I get there. And it's going to be a peaceful journey because I have God walking with me. Abraham looked, Abraham and Lot looked out. And Abraham said to Lot, he said, well, look out. You, you choose what you want. And Lot looked, and the Bible says that he looked out with his eyes over the plains. And he saw the best spot And he made a decision with his eyes instead of making a decision being led by God's spirit. And he lifted up his eyes and he saw Sodom and Gomorrah and the beautiful land. And he looked at Abraham. He said, I'm going there. He made his decision with his eyes. Let me give you all a secret. Saints, when you're picking a spouse, you can't just pick with your eyes. Come on, look at your neighbor and tell him, you better ask somebody. You can't just pick with your eyes. I was told a long time ago, beauty is skin deep, but ugly is to the bone. You better know what you're doing. People, that's the one. The Lord said, I hear it in the spirit. People be choosing what their eyes. Oh, yeah, I, I see, yeah. Yeah, that's the Lord. I felt it. And, and then you better not never forget, saints, we can't never forget. People get old and wrinkly and hairy. And Minister Jennifer just said, and hairless. <laughs> you, better choo- you better choose but the spirit... <laughs> 
Don't do it with your eyes. But this is what happens. This is what happens with us. The devil, this is what he did to Jesus. He said, look at all this stuff. But Jesus said, I'm not choosing with my eyes. It's the purpose of God that I'm after. And saints, for all of us here, we want the purpose of God. We want God to lead us under the inspiration of his spirit. And there's one thing to have this type of test, this type of dynamic that we have to deal with when we're dealing with people who, who, who the scripture clearly says are sinners and we have, to, we have to go out there and be able to navigate and make right decisions and be wise and make, allow God to purify our hearts so there's nothing in us that would get us off course. It's one thing to have to deal with people that you know, maybe they're not church folk and, and it's a little easier to deal with people like that. But what do you do when you have to make these kind of decisions and it's people that you're real close to? When it could be a family member, it could be one of your closest friends in the church, it could be, it could be anybody, but, but you have to still stand your ground and stay on purpose regardless of the way in which someone is trying to entice you. Go to Matthew chapter 16 and we're going to take a good look at this in the life of Jesus because Jesus had to deal with this very thing and the way that he dealt with it was masterful. Matthew chapter 16, and we're going to look at verses 21 on down to 23. It says here in verse 21, from that time, Jesus began to show to his disciples that he must go to Jerusalem and suffer many things from the elders and chief priests and scribes and be killed and be raised the third day. Then Peter took him aside and began to rebuke him, saying, Far be it from you, Lord, this shall not happen to you. But he turned and said to Peter, Get behind me, Satan, for you are an offense to me, for you are not mindful of the things of God, but the things of men. Now, this particular situation is always kind of uh, amazed me in the way in which Jesus was able to love people, to have great compassion for people, even people like Peter, who was obviously very close to him, but yet be skillful enough to discern when, when Peter was talking or when a person was talking and when the devil was trying to use a person to influence him. It's amazing how Jesus was able to, to discern this. Now, the first thing that I want to say here is Peter, Jesus is not calling Peter Satan. He knows that in this particular moment, Peter has allowed the devil to use his mouth to communicate something that could ultimately get Jesus off purpose. And Peter's not doing it maliciously. He's just allowed his emotions and his feelings and his care for the Lord to trump God's purpose for the Lord. And we need people around us who do not care about uh, how things are going to feel for us as long as a person is still tied to God's purpose in their lives. This is what we need because sometimes we, we need people around us that, that, that are going to tell us this road is going to be hard. 
And I'm going to be there to pray with you. I love you. We're going to cry together. But if this is what God is asking you to do, you got to do this. But we don't do that all the time. Well, the Lord doesn't want you going through that. And, and you, you, you shouldn't. Don't, you know, I know you've got to tell them no. But, but I don't think it's the Lord. And, you know, God just wants you to be happy. And he just wants you to be swell. And he does, you'll never go through anything. And just, just hang on in there and, and we're going to pray that God rebuke the devil. And it's not the devil, it's God saying, you got to go through this to get to this. Because this is my purpose for your life. Can I have an Amen. A production of the Well Christian Community, this has been Times of Refreshing with our teacher and pastor, Napoleon Kaufman. As we close out our time together today, we trust and pray our time together has encouraged you in Christ, has encouraged you in your walk and relationship with Him. If it has, we'd love to hear from you. Now, there are a couple of ways you can get a hold of us. By phone, of course, the easiest, 925-292-7800. Again, you can reach us at 925 925- Two nine two seventy eight hundred. You're also welcome to write to us. Address your envelope to the Well Christian Community, twenty three thirty three Neeson Drive. That's here in Livermore, California. The zip code nine four five five one. Of course, you can always stop by our website. You can learn all about us at thewellchurch.net. That's thewellchurch.net. You can even take advantage of a few links, one of which will take you to our Facebook page. Or if you're on Facebook, simply look for The Well Christian Community. Don't forget, as you visit our website, take a moment and drop us an email. Let us know you paid us a visit. You can also follow Pastor Napoleon, by the way, on Twitter. His address, at Napoleon Kaufman. All one word, at Napoleon Kaufman. We thank you for spending time with us again today and look forward to seeing you next time we get together as we continue looking at God's Word for times of refreshing. Until then, may Jesus Christ be highly exalted in your life and may He bring you a peace that passes all understanding.